The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki season two. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Welcome to The Dispatch, an Ice on the Prize production. This is Patrick Bexel speaking, and today we're going to take a look back at the Four Nations tournament held in Engelholm, Sweden uh, from this past weekend. Um, there were two Montreal Canadiens prospects that were part of that tournament, Dmitry Kostenko from Russia and Oliver Kapanen from Finland. And let's start with, with Kostenko. Um, first and foremost, when looking at the Russian team, it was more or less a B team under 20B team that was sent to Engelholm because all the top prospects that are available for the under 20 tournament in Edmonton later next, or oh, starting this year, but finishing in 2022 or 2022, um, were at Cariola Cup. Uh, which is the senior tournament at this time of the year held in Finland. Uh, obviously, all eyes were on uh, Matvei Meshkov. And <laughs> if you haven't seen it, I'm, I'm sure you, you will after this because he scored a Sorrow goal or a lacrosse goal or a Michigan goal, whatever you want to call it, uh, against Sweden in his second game for the national team, um, beating uh, Ovechkin's record for youngest player to ever suit up for Russia in ice hockey. Kostenko was the seventh defender in Engelholm and I'm quite sure it also means that he won't be part of that uh, tournament in Edmonton. Um, I only watched him for two games, um, Saturday's game against uh, Czech Republic and uh, Sunday's game against Sweden. And he wasn't a big part of anything, really. In um, Saturday's game against Czech Republic, he made a small mistake. I wouldn't say it was a big mistake. But either way, it led to a goal. And um, what happened was that uh, Kostenko and his defensive uh, partner was uh, trying to... I don't know if they were trying to push the Czech player out of the zone or uh, trying to keep him into the zone to cause a, a uh, offside. Um, either way, it, it was something that the uh, Russian coach took offense of and um, he was benched the rest of the game for, for that situation. Obviously turned into quite of a even game and... Um, that have, might have caused a little bit of a, a um, coaching situation where you went with the three top pairings. This is uh, something that uh, we know Russians are, are bound to do, uh, either benching or, or just rolling their three top pairings and hoping for, for, for them to sort something out. In the end, Russia won, but Kostenko wasn't really a big plan of, or, or big cause for that win. 
it's interesting to see him though. Um, I, I think from what I've seen um, now live as well as on, on the, the computer that he struggles a little bit. He is a project. It's it's a long-term project. We're looking at four years here before we, we have any idea what he can and can't do. His skating is one of the things that I really think that he needs to work on. His stride is kind of short. He glides a lot. Um, he doesn't accelerate very well. So both the stride in itself and the edge work in, in some ways needs to be be done. This this kid is a brute though. He is big and he is not afraid of using that uh, strength to his benefit. He also has a good shot, which obviously wasn't um, visible for, for this tournament, but we've seen it in VHL before that he can score and uh, he is defensively responsibility, uh, responsible. But I think it's it's down to what he can do in the offensive zone and and how he can develop that skating because we know if he has if he needs to make it into the NHL into the AHL and into the KHL he needs to skate a lot better and and with more pace and more urgency and and really accelerate very well both for, forward and backwards. Um, this is something that I need to to look on, uh, look on, and I think it is something that we all should should have in our mindset when we look at this kid and the numbers he's putting up in the VHL at the moment. I was fortunate uh, to speak with Mr. Filatov, the head coach at this time for the Russian uh, national team or under twenty team, because the normal coach was. Uh, with the national team in Karela Cup in Finland. Um, so let's listen to that interview right now. The first question in the scrum is about if these top six players on the roster can join the World Junior Championship team. Uh, yeah, well, basically we have a lot of guys here um, shows every game and those close to the games that we had that they can compete and they can be candidates to the, I, I would even say top six at World Juniors. So we'll see how it goes, but for now we are happy with their performance. No use to ask them for any names, but are there any players that you can name that, that have maybe improved from, from this roster? Yes. No, обычно имя не называют, но может быть про кого-то отдельно Ну, вы сами видите, Пашин забил четыре гола за две игры. Я думаю, что он оправдывает ожидания. Ну, про остальных так не хотел бы. Yeah, uh, that's true. Well, coaches never, never like to, never show no love to tell about like people on the roster by names, by calling names. But I mean, passion scores in every game, and he produces and he performs, and it is hard to uh, not to tell something about him. And well, basically, he deserves to be named in this list. That was a game that I was expecting and hopeful, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one more question. Dmitry Kostenko, part of the, the goal against, and, mm -hmm. and what can you say about 
him? What does he need to get better at? Что можно сказать про Костенко, что в чем ему нужно прибавить? Сегодня он поучаствовал в Ну, в принципе, играет, я считаю, на своем уровне. Наверное, бы тогда принять мышление должно быть у него чуть-чуть повыше для того, чтобы быть на кандидатом на участие. Well, I guess the main thing he has to improve is the speed of decision making. He gotta like make decisions quickly. This is obviously a very important part of the game. And uh, you also have some Russian players playing in Canada and the US already for the under-20 teams. Are they a factor in becoming part of the team or will you stay with their players from Russia? Есть достаточно много русских игроков в Канаде и в США. Можно ли сказать, что они рассматриваются Ну, я на данный момент не являюсь главным тренером этой сборной. Да, я исполняю обязанности, потому что главный тренер находится на турнире на Кубке Карелла. Вот. Мы еще на эту тему с ним не говорили. Но если я буду на чемпионате мира работать, я буду давать тоже рекомендации да, по этим игрокам. А по поводу игроков, играющих за океаном, у нас аналитическая служба работает, и они тоже делают видео и свои рекомендации до нас доносят. Решение будет принимать Андрея. Well, you know, first of all, this is not a question to me because I'm not the head coach. Mm -hmm. uh, our head coach is uh, in, uh, at Helsinki right now, and uh, I'm just an interim coach. But I am one of the assistant coaches in the our junior tournament team, so I would recommend some of the boys. I know that we have a lot of good players in North America. And uh, second, we have uh, the analytics department in our organization in Russian Ice Hockey Federation, so they will give us all the information we need, we will discuss it, we will watch a lot of video and then after that head coach will decide. This is how it goes. Thank you guys. First, uh, I apologize for for the Swedish player that was playing behind us with a puck uh, all through the interview. I tr I wanted to incorporate Filatov's own comments and not just the translators. Uh, if there is someone that speaks Russian or, or wants to go over it and uh, hear anything else, please leave a comment in the in in the article. In this case, it would have been an honest mistake. The, the translator really tried his, his best to, to get uh, his message across. Second, we need to talk about a little bit about Alexander Pashin, the standout player of the tournament. The Russian forward had four goals and two assists in six games. And um, he, it almost looked easy uh, sometimes in the offensive zone for for him. Obviously, he was relied upon on power play, and and uh, that certainly inflated a little bit of his um, uh, stats in that regard. But but the Salavat player is is an interesting name to follow, and as Mr. Filatov says, it is. Uh, probably the player that stood out most and will have enhanced his chances to get to Edmonton from this squad compared to the ones that were in Helsinki with the senior team. 
When it comes to Kostenko, obviously Filatov says something that is very, very important. And in some ways, what, um, how should I say this? Um, that is different from a lot of the players that Montreal has drafted before. His hockey IQ doesn't seem to be that strong. He takes that extra second in order to make a play or in order to decide what to do with the puck. And normally uh, Trevor Timmins and the other scouts has been very high on players with hockey IQ. And in, in the um, Kostenko um, draft pick, it seems more to be someone that puts up a lot of points on the power play and also is big. Um, the two things that, that it scares me a little bit is the fact that um, he doesn't skate very well. He, he doesn't accelerate very well, neither forward or backwards. And as Mr. Filatov says, that uh, he needs to make decisions faster when it comes to, to game time. Uh, another thing that stood out is that um, they bring out the analytics department in order to, to see how players develop uh, even overseas and, and give the coaches input on whom to pick and pros and cons of picking certain players. It seems like Russia has invested a bit in the analytics department and maybe that is something that will yield um, results further down the line. It is also important to say that this youth system that Russia is starting to, to have that comes most of all from, from smaller teams, but bigger teams has started to, to think about. And we see it obviously, uh, Lokomotiv had their reasons to build up a youth structure, a very terrible reason for it, but it seems to have paid off in dividends because that is one of the big things uh, in Russia and set the standard and now SKA of St. Petersburg has built up their youth team and, and their sections as well and when the big team starts to do that then Russian hockey will really blossom into something even better than what it is at the moment. The upcoming uh, draft class and, and the upcoming under 20 team is really good though and we have to give them credit where credit's due. Crossing over the border into Finland, we also have to talk about Oliver Kapanen. Oliver Kapanen was a really interesting player to watch. Uh, again, someone that is a prospect for, for three, four years from now in order to cross over to the AHL. He's not going to have the same opportunities, I think, as Jesse Ilonen. Jesse Ilonen relies on a fantastic skating and for anyone that uh, has kids that needs to that is playing hockey or or kids that are listening to this take a look at how Jesse Ilonen skates because technically it's one of the best skate skaters there is in the Habs organization right now um but, but and and let's be honest Kapanen isn't uh, he has something to work on i compare him a little bit into a Arthur Lekonen kind of player uh, in in his draft plus one year. His numbers, his offensive numbers aren't there. Um, I think Lekonen had maybe even a better shot than Kapanen and, and 
that is one thing, but both of them had to work a lot on skating and it's it's skating in all areas it's it's uh, forward backwards and and lateral so there there is a lot of work to be done and i it wouldn't surprise me that if kapanen plays out these one or two year contract that he has with kalpa at the moment and and get used to the bigger uh, bigger players facing him etc etc and play at a pro level um, if he goes to a bigger team where maybe skating will be one of the areas of focus for Kapanen. Overall, he is a smart player. Um, the coaches rely on him uh, on the power play, in the box play, and uh, all over the ice. He's relatively strong for his age in the, in the face-offs. Um, he is a center in the making. I can then, if he becomes an offensive-minded center or a defensive-minded center, that's for the future to decide. Um, his shot is very good. In this tournament, it almost looks like he's holding on to the stick a little bit too hard. He's squeezing the stick. And uh, because he got some of the best chances in the Finnish team, but they were a little bit in close and he couldn't really lift it up or, or put it through the five hole when it comes to, to, to scoring. But he was there, and I think that speaks a lot. He reads the game very well. He knows where the puck will end up, and, and it's a strong um, skill to have. It also points to a high hockey IQ. I was fortunate enough to speak with um, with the Finnish coach, Antti Pennanen, uh, in regards to uh, Oliver Kapanen and his development. Hopefully there isn't someone playing with a puck uh, just behind us when I did this interview. Antti, uh, Oliver Kapanen, how has he done this over the three games that you've seen this so far? I thought he looked a little bit tired today. Yeah, could be he was tired, but uh, he has been really good during this tournament. And uh, he has been, been playing both bakey and power play, and, uh, and uh, he has been good. Has he squeezed his stick a little bit too hard? It almost looks like it. he had good chances, but hasn't put the puck in the net. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a couple of good chances. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think his strengths are? I think he's uh, pretty smart and uh, he has a good hockey sense. I think those are uh, big strengths what he have and uh, he has and uh, and uh, I think he should have to improve his uh, skating skating skills and uh, after that I think he can reach the NHL level. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's the skating. He has a short stride, really, and mm. he doesn't accelerate very well. Mm. Um, exactly like that. Yeah. 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 Um, looking forward towards the um, World Juniors. Um, is there anyone in this team that has strengthened their position in order to be part of that team? Uh, say again. Yeah. Is there anyone that has strengthened their role? to be part of the World Junior squad or? Yeah, for sure, Artura, Tyroni, Hirvonen and uh, our, uh, I think we have a, lots of good demons uh, so, so, and also I think Oliver and uh, he was good also so, so I think uh, he's nearby to the World Juniors at the moment. Brand Lambert obviously will yeah. have a focus on. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> yeah, I understand. Half a Canadian as well? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And, uh, and uh, I think he had have some difficulties uh, 
start of the season, but uh, I hope that he can get in better and better all the time. And uh, during this tournament, I think he was he was pretty good, and uh, he 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 used his teammates uh, better than uh, and last tournament. So so uh, let's see what what happens. But I think he should have to improve his uh, team teamwork skills a lot if he wants to reach the World Juniors, because uh, we have lots of good forwards out, out of this roster, Joachim Kemel and uh, Simon Taival and uh, Joel Maat, uh, he is playing in uh, North America, he has been good and, uh, and uh, lots of good forwards. Joachim is obviously injured, is he, yeah, he, yeah. will he return yeah. for the World Juniors? I think so, yeah. yeah. Some interesting things here as well, and it's always interesting to hear what coaches say, and and especially in regards to the World Juniors that starts in more or less a month from now. First, let's take it out. Like uh, Joachim Kemal has led Liga in points this year before he got injured. That is a big name for Finland to to um, have in and. If he's healthy, he will definitely make the squad. Wicked shot. Be sure to 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 look at him when he is in uh, uh, in the World Juniors. Um, there is some uh, people in the scouting world that think he will go top three if he's healthy, and um, that is a name that that will pop up further down the line. When it comes to Oliver, it's great to hear how. His coach, again, says that he's trusting him, uh, but also a little bit like he, he squeezes his stick and, and doesn't get these extra goals that he maybe deserved this tournament. Skating, we have already mentioned it. It's, it's, it's a problem that we have seen. It's something that he knows and he will have to work on. Um, every coach will say that he, they can reach the NHL level. We, we know that from, from the Jacob Olofsson experience. But here we go when we have this kind of system where where coaches are more aware maybe what it takes to reach the NHL. But right now it looks like skating will be one of the big things for, for Kapanen to work on. Obviously, I think also having seen him live now that he is a little bit small. He needs to strengthen his core to, to make sure that he's um, he can hold up and hold his own in the battles along the boards and in the battles uh, on the ice as well. Another interesting thing is that as of now, Penanen doesn't think that Brad Lampert will make the team. This is this is big, in my opinion, because this is a player that last year looked like a solid top three pick and somehow has fallen. His start of the season has been terrible. Uh, his his confidence is um, rock bottom at the moment. He's working very hard in order to improve. But on the other hand, yeah, this is this is really, really mm, shocking to, to say the least. To, to have, and, and especially I think for someone with a half Canadian citizenship or, or that is half Canadian and has this Canadian citizenship uh, to not be able to be part of that first world juniors in your draft year might even cause uh, his stock to fall even further and it will be very interesting to see first and foremost the pressure on Brad Lampert to make the team how does he handle these six weeks 
until the tournament starts. Um, what does he do to improve and show that he belongs in this team? But also, what happens if he doesn't? What kind of confidence um, sinker will that be? How can he handle this? And this is what I think will decide where uh, Lampert will go in the draft. Uh, how he handles the, the possible rejection of, of, of the World Juniors. And uh, looking for that, it's something that we will have to finish this episode. We're at almost 25 minutes. I hope you enjoyed it. It's always great to be back in the ice. And I hope I can provide more content when it comes to the dispatch uh, in the upcoming month, especially when it comes to um, different draft picks and Montreal Canadiens prospects.